0: I think by now, most of us know that it's important to have a well-developed personal brand. But what if you haven't started on that yet? What if you don't know what to do? well our next guest kelly glover is seasoned in the media world and emphasizes the relevance of your personal brand so if you're looking for a great place to start i would suggest this podcast now according to kelly to set yourself apart you must actively work to take control of your brand so if you're looking for more information about your personal brand this is the episode for you women really mean business presented by athena international episode number 119 starts right now
1: welcome to women really mean business presented by athena international the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time now here's your host Jeff
0: Blitnikoff with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women really mean business presented by Athena International and I'm Jeff Blitnikoff and I have a guest online from Australia so we're really emphasizing the international part today and I'll tell you what I could spend three hours going over my guest's bio but like all the guests on this show you cannot possibly capsulize them in a couple minute intro much less a three-hour intro, if I had three hours to do an intro. So my next guest is Kelly Glover, and you can check her out at kellyglover.com, K-E-L-L-Y and then dot com. She has been a blogger. She is a podcaster. She has interviewed celebrities. She has been inspired by an American TV show to make a journey to kind of follow her entertainment dreams and but beyond all that what kelly has done is continually transformed herself until she found that it is really your personal brand that matters most no matter what you do and i'm going to stop there bring kelly into the conversation kelly welcome
1: Thank you, Jeff. What a great introduction. It's an absolute pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, thank you. Now, it's great to have you here. And I'll tell you what, your story is really one of reinvention and then finally landing on solid ground. And I'd love you to talk about your entire journey. I I didn't even do it justice. I mean, you, you had basically, maybe you could pick up the story where you were talking about on your about section about how all of your identity was tied up with being a plus-size blogger and then you lost a lot of weight and that all kind of went away for you, including your identity, and you've had to kind of reinvent yourself and now you teach others how to find their voice.
1: Yeah, so uh – Basically, I've been in media and entertainment for 20 years. And so I'm quite used to speaking about myself and looking at real life and, you know, distilling it down and throwing it back out there in a way people can understand. But when it comes to yourself, I think you can't see the label from inside the bottle. So I was a plus size blogger. I was 335 pounds my whole life trying to lose weight, put more on, put more on, put more on. I finally got weight loss surgery and lost. 220 pounds. And then I realized that my whole identity was tied to being fat, being fat and funny, being plus size, plus size community. And I didn't really know what to do. So even though I was um, a podcast guest booking agent, successful in the media, and I had written a column, Big Curvy Love for years and years and years done blogs, I was suddenly thinking, well, if I'm not fat and that's my community, who am I? What am I doing? What's this all about? I need to figure this stuff out. So that's when I came to the realization of how important personal brand is. And it's really from the inside out instead of the outside in, because I had a pretty great brand. I've been working on it for years and years. But if you think about your brand as somewhere, a glass jar where you put gold coins. I'd been putting all my gold coins into Big Curvy Love and all of a sudden, I didn't have that anymore. So all my equity was there and I had to start from scratch. And that's when I realized that personal brand is actually about purpose, positioning, messaging and platform. So instead of being from the outside in what you look like, it's more about from the inside out.
0: And you mention on your website that really, as we go into, as we record this It is in June 2020. As people know from this podcast, I record way ahead of time. But you say on your website that by the end of 2020, about 50 percent of folks are going to be participating in some form of the gig economy, which makes your personal brand really vital. So maybe you could talk about, A, what you see coming as far as us participating in the gig economy, and then B, why the personal brand is so important in that type of economy.
1: So personal brand is everything. You have one, whether you participate in or not, like it or not, and it is with you until the day you die and will actually these days outlast you. So your personal brand is relevant whether you have your own business, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you are an employee or you're in the gig economy. Because if you want a job, if you want a promotion, if you want to get clients, and you're in a commoditized market, the only thing that sets you apart is your personal brand. So it's hugely important. And if you want a promotion, then your personal brand is what's going to set you apart as well. So there's who you think you are, who you say you are, who you actually are, and how others perceive you and they're not all the same thing. I think a lot of people think they're one thing, but they're actually not and people see them in a different way. So a lot of it you have control over, but a lot you don't. So it's really important to be self-aware. What is my personal brand? What am I doing to action it? Am I doing what I say I am? And then how is that perceived and how is that affecting my life? So there's a, a lot of things to go into it. And of course, it's really important for it to be congruent across platforms. Because these days you get somebody's name, you look them up, you can look them up online and they're making a decision before, especially if they're a buyer, an employer, whomever, before they've even met you. So you are in control of a lot of your elements when it comes to your personal brand.
0: It's interesting that you say that because you know my perception, and I bet you mine is a common perception, that if you're an employee and you're trying to get a promotion, well, that's not as important for your personal brand. It's more if you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur or an owner or something like that, but I hadn't even considered that that's right. You're always being perceived in no matter what field you're in. Like you said, it's just it's just a part of all of us. So maybe you could tell us the common errors people are making with their personal brand and it it might not even be an error, but maybe they just don't know what to do. So what would you advise people to do to really develop their personal brand where it can be an asset to them?
1: Yeah, well, just with what you were saying about being an employee there, if you, I think a lot of people think of personal brand, they think of Instagram, they think of putting yourself out there, photos, filters, uh, a fancy picture at a coffee shop or something. But it's actually more than that. And when you're talking about that person who's an employee, if you replace the word with reputation, it changes everything. So if your reputation is you're a hard worker, that is going to affect if you get a promotion. If your reputation is that you stay long hours but don't get the job done, are you lazy? Are you early? Are you well presented? All these things is your personal brand because it's how you, sh- it's how you act and how you show up as well. So I think that it really is, and it's not just for business as well, it's in your personal life, right? So how can people, first of all, it's to have an awareness. So if you think of Simon Sinek, what's your why? Hugely important. So think about your purpose and then everything's from the inside out. So then it goes to your message. So you need to be clear on that. Your purpose needs to resonate, your positioning. So that is your positioning with regards to your competitors and your positioning with regards to your clients. So if you're in a workplace, that's positioning with regards to your colleagues, right? And then if you look at your platform, we all have a platform. So it's where you say what you say, how you say it. And that comes to visibility and then the delivery as well. So is it consistent and all this needs to be working for you to have a great personal brand because you can resonate and be clear on your purpose. But if you are not putting that on your platform, no one's going to know about it. And your platform can be say Facebook, LinkedIn online, but also it's you in person at a conference. So there's online and offline. It's your network. So there's a lot more to it than you think. And really it's just about being active in your personal brand instead of passive. Because if you're passive, you're letting other people decide who you are or how you're perceived instead of making the decision yourself. So, I think once you change the framing and start to think about this, you can take control and then you are in charge of pushing that message out there. But of course, it must be authentic. You don't want some fake brand because then your personal brand is fake.
0: I'm going to read something from your website right now. And because I think people need to understand that developing a positive personal brand is work. So, What you say directly from your website under your work with me section, you said, I am a great fit for you. If you love candid conversation and appreciate a cut to the chase approach, you are open to authenticity, transparency, and articulating the real you. I am not a good fit for you. If you're not prepared to be self-aware and get to the core of what's really going on, you want surface words without work and change. So could you speak to that right there about how you like to work with people and how people really should be prepared to work on themselves?
1: Yeah, so it's you don't know what you don't know, and sometimes it just takes an exterior person to ask you the right questions for you to think about it because we often are just walking through life and we just don't think about things like who am I, what am I doing, we just show we're just showing up. So I like to ask the tricky questions and just keep pulling that thread, pulling that thread till you get the answer because you really have the answers and you know who you are, you know your expertise, you know your personality and it's just a matter of getting to that and then it's cross-checking. So am I doing and am I presenting in the way that is me and what I want? because sometimes we're doing things that we don't want to do. And we're le- and then we look back for years and go, why did I keep doing that? So I think the sunk cost fallacy comes into that a little bit. But, you know, it's all about impact, visibility, consistency, connection, credibility. And that involves having a foundation, but you need to have a little bit of strategy in there as well.
0: And by the way, I want to correct something from beginning in the beginning of the interview where I said you were a podcaster. You are a podcast booking agent, and I, of course, heard you say that. But you have so much that you do, I got easily confused. But uh it's all good. I just wanted to make sure that we clear that up for the audience and so that they know exactly what's going on. But let's talk about the what you advise people that might be scared of their personal brands. So some people are afraid to show their authentic selves. They're afraid that things may not work out. People won't like them. They're kind of used to hiding behind, for lack of a better term, what they think the world wants to see. And I've heard that from other guests before, until they really plugged into their authentic selves, they didn't see this level of success that they wanted to. So what's your comment on all that?
1: Yeah, I think it's about going through the process. And that is so it's the way I look at it is a lot of people say, I want to create my brand. I want to build my brand. But the way I look at it is that you already have one and it's not creating and building because it's really a reflection of who you are. So it's more of identifying. Once you've identified unpacking, once you've figured that out, what it means, articulating and then you can design and deploy your brand. So it's a process of really doing some self-investigation. What does it mean? How am I going to articulate that? And then how am I going to push it out into the world? So with regards to author, you don't you don't have to give your whole self to everybody all the time and tell them all your deep, dark secrets. That's not what it means. But it does mean not pretending to be somebody that you're not. It's a bit like if you see a profile photo and someone looks amazing and then they show up and they look 40 years older and two feet shorter. You don't want that because then the perception of your brand is that you're inauthentic and you're fake. So you want it to be accurate.
0: And on a personal level with you, how hard was it for you to really, and again, and going back to your story, when you had all of your identity tied up in being a plus-size blogger, and then as you had said in your bio, it was all taken away from you. And you had to really kind of build yourself from the ground up, which is what you're teaching people to do. But What did you have to do to make all that happen? How did you how did you find yourself in this place now? What was what were the steps you had to go through?
1: Yeah, and that's where all this comes from is figuring it out. It's sort of reverse engineering what I've done to do a complete transformation and reinvention. So I was a plus size blogger. I lost weight for health reasons, but I was in a community and I knew it took me two years to make the decision. And when you're plus size, a plus size fashion blogger, plus size lifestyle, dating, all that, it's a bit like... If, if someone was a vegan and then they opened up a, a steakhouse, right? So there's going to be a backlash. And I knew that, and I knew that I'd have to step away from the community and that identity, but I just didn't know what it would be like on the other side. So you're going through a weight loss journey. And every time I post a photo, I would lose a thousand followers. Because they didn't sign up for that. You know, the vegans didn't sign up for the steakhouse. The plus size girls didn't sign up for a weight loss journey. So it was um, really going, okay, well, if my identity isn't in being fat and plus size and fashion and weight, what is it about? So I had to look inside and go, what's my core identity? What's my beliefs? What do I want to bring in the world? And what's my, my message? So, I did some work on that. And then how am I going to reflect that? So, you need the words to go along, which is the messaging, the positioning, like who am I talking to, which is sort of your audience and or customers, who's in the space. And then it is, so that's positioning and messaging. And then it is attaching all the visuals to it. So, what does my brand look like? What does my brand sound like? Where am I showing up? I'm I'm in podcasting, so I'm going to podcasting conferences. I'm going on podcasts. And it's even the energy that you bring to the room. Like I'm, you can tell I'm not some laid back person having. What are those? What's that green stuff everybody eats? Kale. That's not me, you know. But for somebody else in a yoga space, that's perfect for them. So it's being knowing who you are, taking control of that owning it and then pushing it out there and knowing that people are not going to like you and being okay with that because it's attracting the people that like you and repelling the people that don't. And that's good because you are not ice cream. You are not for everybody. And even ice cream, hello, lactose intolerance. <laughs> not not me, thank goodness, but just good saying.
0: Point. Yeah, no, I would, I would hate that if that was me because that's my definite cheat day food. But uh, let's... Uh, head into our last few questions resources. First of all, there's a lot on your website and people can check out more of your journey there at kellyglover.com. And of course, they can learn more about coaching with you and working with you and all that other great stuff. But what are some other resources that you would recommend our audience plug into?
1: Well, for entrepreneurs, and of course, because I run a podcast agency, I'm going to say a podcast, but one that is really inspirational and that I absolutely love is How I Built This, and that's a podcast by Guy Roz. And it's about building companies. And it's a lot of the companies that we know, but you may not know the story behind it. So you get to hear people's struggles, their reinvention, what happened, what didn't happen. So you might hear a story about Airbnb, how that got built, um, LinkedIn, or yeah. So the companies that we use on a daily basis and the story behind it. So it's called How I Built This.
0: All right, great. Well, we're into our final question, and this is the give you the floor question. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you, Kelly, and ask you to just address our audience with whatever you'd like to talk about. Again, the floor is yours.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you. So I think that we're all on a journey to self-discovery and without being woo-woo, I think that once you figure it out, your life is a lot easier. So the thing that I want to say is You will influence people that you will never meet and just know that, especially with the media the way it is today. So you are an invisible mentor and you are changing lives of people you will never meet. I know because I do it on a daily basis and I know because people have done that to me. So when you're in a moment of, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what I'm doing, just know you have changed somebody's life that you will never meet.
0: Well, Kelly Glover of kellyglover.com, very interesting talk. And you're right, you will never see, well, probably never see a lot of the folks that you influence, but it's like that, it's that ripple, it's that ripple effect. It just a ripple out there and, you know, hopefully it's positive ripples. And I tell you, this has been a positive ripple. Really enjoyed spending time with you this week. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, Jeff.
0: I think we can all agree that relationships are important, Right our next guest says you have to go above and beyond though you have to go beyond the confines of business relationships and you're gonna hear all about that plus you're gonna hear a lot about digital marketing because our next guest is an expert digital marketer her name is Lori Hibma and I know that you're gonna find this episode really interesting she talks now about the importance of developing relationships within the workplace
1: how did we develop the relationships we have with our clients that get us involved in so much more than just their digital marketing or just their their marketing and advertising in general. Um, And the answer to that question question, Jeff, is that we have cultivated relationships with our clients. I've had clients call me and they're not calling me about their marketing or they're not calling me about their their business in general. They may be calling me because they're having a life crisis or they may be calling me because they had some kind of tragedy hit their life and they're reaching out to people they know are going to be there for them.
0: We would like to develop more relationships with more listeners and we need your help to do so. First of all rate and review the podcast it's really simple and it helps us rise in the rankings also share the episodes that you find relevant with your network if you do those two simple things it would help us immensely thank you very much see you next week